Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> so stupid. I don't know why it's soon as like, like we were talking just fine, like just normal five seconds ago. And then as soon as I see the little like ding recording button, I'm like, hello. Get all awkward. How are you this evening? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I um, was just saying. How nice it was to see your face because I haven't seen you physically. We talked on the phone, we texted. I haven't seen you, seen you. Yeah. And it's kind of, that's kind of, that's, um, so like, let's say two, three years ago, that would be pretty normal because we didn't see each other as often. Um, But over the past year or two, or at least a year, right? We've been seeing each other like pretty frequently, like in person, like we've always talked and whatnot, but like, you know, you were busy, I was busy, you know, life, whatever, whatever. So we didn't see each other as often, but like we've been seeing each other like almost at like a a couple times a month at minimum. Um, So for us not to see each other, it's kind of weird, huh? Lately? Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you too. So we've seen it. I know I get a little awkward. But, <laughs> you know, we took a break because there was a um, a big major event in your life. Oh yeah. And you needed to cover. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. Um. So I am almost three weeks post op from getting a hysterectomy. <laughs> um. And I didn't, I mean, obviously I've never had a hysterectomy before and I don't know very many people that are close to me that have. So I didn't have a lot of, um, reference for that, you know, but I did my, my due diligence and I did like a lot of research as far as, um, on YouTube, like a bunch of women had like posted their journeys, like their hysterectomy journey and and um everybody's is obviously everybody's going to be a little bit different but it was good so I was able to kind of gauge like what to expect um somewhat you know um so that was that was helpful and like helped me be a little bit more calm going into the process so you Uh, knew a while back that you were going to be getting this right Yes, I've been since like May. Um, I've been scheduled to have this, and it's it was in October that I actually had at the end of October, um, and so it was just kind of you know just waiting around for it to happen, and um, I got it because of my um, I, I have endometriosis and fibroids. Um, which I didn't know I had until May, I had an inkling that I had some, I knew something was going on in there cause it wasn't normal. Um, mm-hmm. and so that was confirmed back in May and then, um, it was, yeah, it was pretty. Well, not for fibroids and, um, 
I'm sorry, fibroids and what? Endometriosis. Which, on in its own, hysterectomy is not the um, go-to procedure for those things, right? Or is it? There's other procedures that there are other options. So with for me, they the other option was they could go in and they could like scrape out the endometriosis. Sorry, it sounds. I know. I'm like, please don't fucking say scrape. When no, you're talking no, about no. my uterus. My this is this is real shit. This is real things people have to deal face and deal. And being a woman is not fun. No, when somebody I know some man doesn't want them going in there scraping out something that they have, but they, they could barely, they, they couldn't handle it. Yeah. Test. <laughs> yeah, that would they would they would never, never. Yeah, so, I'd walk around with it. But no, so I'm right. sorry. When you say scrape, I I immediately like feel it. Like oh, I don't yeah, it was I was it was not I. And the um, the success rate was like seventy percent or something, and then it still had the op. It still had it could still grow back. Um, so I was like, well, I don't want to do it again. If I get scraped once, like I don't ever want to do it again. So I'm like, well, I he my doctor was he was leaning towards the hysterectomy just because of um, how much pain I had been in, how, um, how much he was able to kind of see from what his observations were. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's do that. I would rather just, I mean, now I am in my forties. Um, and that's, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if that's considered young or not, but I already have my children. I don't plan on having any more children. So my decision was much easier than somebody else's who is still very young trying to start a family or wants more children. So that's a completely different option for them. So that, you know, but for me, it was like, oh yeah, no, I no, no more babies coming out of this factory. I wanted to ask you about that because let's say a woman was, uh, you're still of childbearing age, even though you are, you'd be a mature mother. Right. Um, <laughs> Careful there. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm right there. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, um, if I was younger and I had fibroids and I know that they can sometimes attach to your intestines and to your um, ovaries and to other, and your bladder, like all the little parts around your areas Mm -hmm. yeah which is crazy um to me but if i was younger and an option was to scrape out the fibroids um would i have a a chance of becoming pregnant or does your chance of having those and getting pregnant uh, lessen do you know that i i don't know um I think a lot of women go that route because um, they do want to have children. So I think, I I don't know. I'm not, a, yeah, I, I honestly don't know because I didn't even ask that. Um, because it was not an issue. Because it was not an issue for me and it wasn't something that I was 
con- concerned about for for me because I was like, no more babies, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, because at least I mean, you had had the, your children. You weren't planning on having any more. Both of your children are adults. Can you imagine if I had another child right now? Mm-hmm. I could be that kid's grandma. Like, no, I don't want. <laughs> no, you could be. I have a cousin who's a grandma and a new mommy, and they're both really. The age, so. Oh my god! She See, if my she had, her kids young. she had a she had her kids young, and then that kid had a kid. At the same time, she ended up having a late in life baby. So the the grandchild and the daughter, the new daughter, are like the same age. See, that's kind of cute. Like, if my daughter was pregnant, no, I still would not want to have another baby. But I could see, like, if you got remarried and, or whatever, it happens. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just, it happens and you're, you know, it's, it's a gift from God if you weren't planning on it and you're good with it, you know? Um, but I don't ever want to have to worry about that again. And I'm so happy I don't because also like I'd been on, um, taking birth control for the, since I was 16 years old, you know, and who knows if that caused any of the disruption in my, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to put out stuff there, but let's talk about it. What type of birth control have you been on? I've tried them all. No. <laughs> um, like the pill, right? Like that was the, I, that's probably the least invasive one, but that's the one I never remember to take. Didn't that's, you get pregnant on those? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's why I have two uh, adult children right now because I couldn't remember to take the damn pill. Until one time? That's yeah. Hilarious. So the pill, and then I did like I did the shot, right? The dep I think it was called Depro Provera or something. But then yeah, I couldn't give myself the shot because I was scared. Um, Why would they? They handed it to you to give it to yourself. Well, so the first one they did, and then it was like a every month shot. So I would have to give it to my injection in my leg and my thigh at home. Well, that's weird. We don't do that at work. We give. Well, I don't think they're supposed to. I mean, that's weird. I, I thought it was weird. I was like, I'm not a nurse. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And then I yeah. then I couldn't do it and I got scared. So then I got the IUD. IUD. And those were the best ones as far as like, it's like set it and forget it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't have to, right. Yeah. You don't have to worry about remembering to give yourself a shot or have to go to the doctor and it's like 10 years and you're good to go. Um, so that was, I was going to ask, did you get the one that was like, you get it removed every like three to five years or the 10 year one? So the first one I did was the 10 year one. Um, and it was no hormones. Um, and it was fine. Like towards the end, I did start noticing I got, I was getting like really, like heavier periods and things, but I don't know if that was just because I was getting up there in age and, and maybe that was when the endometrius or whatever it's called kind of kicked in. I don't know. And then I got it replaced with the five-year one that had hormones. Oh yeah. That's why, that's why I did the hormone one because I, my periods were heavy. 
the doctor said, okay, let's try this one. It's five year. It has hormones. Uh, most women stop getting their period. Um, so you, it should help. And it did not help. It, I don't, it, it was worse after that. It was all, and then it fell out apparently. <laughs> Because That's I, right. yeah, the doctor uh, was like, are you on birth control? I was like, yes, I have an IUD. And then he was like, I didn't see an IUD in there. I said, what the hell do you mean? I, it, it was in there. And then they did a whole, you what know, and all that. And he's like, nope, it's not in there. I'm like, like, I'm scheduled for a hysterectomy and then I get pregnant or something. That would have sucked. You okay? Or did no, you actually? IUD. What did you actually start to choke? Are you okay? Well, um, no, like I was like scared shitless. Oh yeah, no, I'm fine. I didn't. I mean, I kind of choked on the water a little, but I'm okay. Because okay. I was just mad. I'm putting myself in your shoes. I do that. I don't know why. I imagine myself there, like. Well, yeah. Where's the IUD? I'm pregnant. What? <laughs> I have an IUD. And fuck that. And yours is still in there, right? I fucking fucking better be. <laughs> Apparently, it's something you gotta check on every now and then. I didn't. I didn't. What the hell I, I mean, I haven't noticed it fall out. My periods are like heavy. I I think I have it in there. But, uh, yeah, no, I I'm not having any fools fucking kid. No. No, no. No, no offense to the fools who I've uh, you know. Fooled with. The time with, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, and 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 you know, yeah. You don't. You're. You don't want to know, unless you do. But I don't think you do. Hell no. Yeah. It's like starting all it. over again. I mean, that is. It's like get them out of the way. And it's just it's too much too too expensive. Can't have no baby in this economy. Hell no. So. Um, okay, so your procedure, how, um, walk us through it. So you, what, how long did it take for you to for so, pre-op, all that stuff? Okay, yeah. So I had my pre-op appointment, and I knew going in it was going to be laparoscopic. Is that what it's called? Like, they're not, they sure. didn't slice my whole belly. They That's went in. They, like, do a couple cuts. Yeah, so they do. Right. right. Exactly. So they did four incisions, like one in the belly button. I guess that's where they took it out of, and then three other. I don't know. <laughs> I was asleep. I don't. Re- I don't really know where they got it out of. But it, one of them holes. It, one of them holes. It came out of. Um, so pre-op, and he kind of explained, went over, you know, what he was going to do, um, and then the day of, I had to be there at five thirty in the morning. The appointment. The Surgery was scheduled for 7.30. Um, so it was just kind of being there, getting prepped. And then, oh, <laughs> the nurse was was in the little room or whatever with me. And she was like, okay, we're going to, we have to shave you. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> they have to shave you down there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, otherwise I would have just done it myself before I went in. I, I didn't know I needed to be, I don't know exactly why. I mean, there's no cuts down there. So I'm like, 
for what? Maybe just maybe maybe for cleanliness reasons. I don't know. But they didn't shave all of it. They just did like the top. <laughs> it's weird, but it was also weird because um they were like, "Oh, do you cuz my Jose was in there, right?" And they're like, "Oh, do you want him to step out?" And I was like, "No, he can turn around. I mean, he can turn around, you know." Seen it all. Yeah, you know, like but so he turned around and then she has her little, you know, but you're in the bed when they do it. And I was like, oh my God, like, where's it all going? You know? Yeah. And they get like, yeah, they get like a sticky, big sticky tape and they just <laughs> add it off of you. It was, that was probably like, that was the biggest deal for me. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I, I didn't, I know. I didn't know. No, it's funny how they clean you up with the sticky tape. Yeah, I was, I was like, it was a, it was weird. So that was kind of funny. Um, and then like the the anesthesiologist anesthesiologist comes in and she kind of you know explains her role. Asked if I got like motion sickness. Um, she gave me one of those little patches to put behind my ear. So when I woke up from the anesthesia, like. It would. It was a preventative so that I didn't get nauseous from it. Okay. Have you had? Um, have you have you been under general anesthesia? Um, just for my C sections. No, but, like, but you weren't asleep, me. right? Mm-mm. So yeah, have you ever been like knocked out? Uh, when I was younger, when they pulled my teeth out for my braces. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Out. Your tooth extractions. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah. So it's it's like that. Um, and then I guess when, oh, 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 another thing. So after the shaving, um, the doctor or somebody, I don't fucking know who somebody came in and said, you know, would you mind if there was, um, a student uh, observe to observe or something because they need, you know, they, they need to learn. Right. Like they're not going to work on you. They're just going to observe the, you know, the, the procedure, yeah. um, f- for his whatever. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be asleep. Right. And you know, people got to learn. So then like maybe 10 minutes later, three students come in. <laughs> they're like, hi, I'm so-and-so I'm so-and-so I'm so-and-so we're going to be observing your surgery. Like, and they were like these young kids young men and i was like all of you the whole the whole lot of you are gonna be in there observing it was so i was like one could come yeah yeah she was sneaky the way she asks i mean i again i was like whatever you know you know me i'm like i don't care so then they wheel you in finally and then you're lying down and it is you know how when in movies and stuff and the the camera's like looking up at everybody and you see all the doctors kind of hovering over you and all these lights and and that's what there I swear to god there was like 15 people in the room like the three students the doctor the anesthesiologist a gang of nurses just everybody like okay miss mena um what's your date of birth and you know like different people asking me different stuff and then 
I don't remember. Shit. <laughs> that was it. Really? And then I woke up like it yeah, then they start they start waking you up and you're all done and it's like But I I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of crazy, though. It was, it was. a picture of it. Oh, yeah. So my doctor came in, like, a few hours, like, after I woke up, a few hours later, he came in, and he was like, you want to see it? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I do. He had a picture of it on the whatever. They whip it out, and they put it on the little blue paper stuff. Yeah. Um, And what did it look like to you? Oh, I don't, know. I don't remember. What did I say? Well, you, you said, and this is what the general consensus was. Wow. It just like it looks like in the books. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. And I thought the same thing too. I was like, oh, wow. I think I was expecting it to be a little fibroidy. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know either. Did yeah. He Did he stick out the fallopian tubes too? Yes, so it was the the uterus, the fallopian tube. So it looks like a Texas Longhorn, you yeah. know, right? It like it has like yeah. that's what it looked like to me. Um, and then half of my ovary was taken out, and I think that's it. What about your cervix? I don't know. I would ask because if you still have a cervix, you still need to get pap smears. Yep. He better have taken that shit out. <laughs> because uh, that's that's what the past is checking for. Sir, like Absol- no cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I will confirm with him. Um, but everything did get sent to the lab and everything, and I, I'm there's no cancer, so that's good. Thank God. Yeah, so that's a good. That's like, yes. Yes, that before you forget to. Send him a note asking him about that, though, because you want to make sure. Yeah. Because we see, where I work, we see patients that have had hysterectomies, but the cervix is intact. And other times, um, they've removed it, and they don't know. And um, they find out that they don't have it, so they don't need to have any more pap smears. Hmm. Which is another fun part about being a woman. Yeah. You know? Why do we? Oh, I know why. But I mean, it's it sucks that every everything we go through, it's like not only is it invasive. I mean, you have somebody all up in your stuff. It's not doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's painful, like having the IUD in in installed inserted. It's. (laughs) it's not it was painful it hurt it yeah. hurt use the dilator on you i don't there's know. a whole there's a whole device that if a woman's cervix is too tight they have to insert to dilate her to pop that fucker in oh my god no i don't think my cervix is too tight no <laughs> mine wasn't was too tight. you didn't have to break that shit out on me but yeah. i've seen it horrifying yeah and that is yeah it's painful and it's like what the fuck yeah it's it's hard being a woman and then 
the one of the things that the doctor told me afterwards, he was like, man, you should have had this done like five years ago. No shit. He said it was everywhere. It was the endometriosis was growing on my intestines, on my ovaries. It was everywhere. The fibroids were everywhere. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, that's why it is important to go get your, um, your pap smears as unpleasant as they are. And to tell your doctor, if you are having a lot of pain, I never did. Cause I'm weird like that. And, you know, um, I just thought it, I just was like, oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I thought it was normal for me. Um, but it's not normal. If you're having excessive periods, heavy, um, clotting, a lot of pain, like it's not normal. Um, and you shouldn't have to suffer. And that's the main thing. It's like, we should not have to suffer every fucking month. Like, it's not like, oh, once a year you get your thing. No, it's like every month you're in this horrible pain. Yeah, and it's it's not just uh, physical. It's emotional and it's mental too, which we think we talked about it in one of our other shows that it it affects our hormones so much. It affects our um, thought processes and our, our moods. Yes, yeah. It's, it takes... Yes, the 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 cycle it takes over your um hijacks your emotions. You're crying at every little damn commercial, you know what I mean? Or you're mad, or you're you know, and for anxiety. Like I used to get really bad anxiety before my periods, and I didn't know why. I just knew I was like all it was like the Sunday scaries for like a whole week, and. Yeah. You know, so hopefully. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that'll be more regulated now. So do you need to? Since you're missing half of a, uh, ovary. Or they took half of an ovary. Um. Do you have to be on hormones? I don't think so. I'm going to talk to them again. Uh, I'm going to talk to my regular OB. Um. Just to kind of ask all those questions like um okay but yeah as far as i know i don't think so but i don't i don't know i will ask yes don't forget to ask that what happens with the fibroids that were on your intestines and stuff he said he peeled them out gross huh did he take pictures of those (laughs) no i know i'm like yeah, I like, want to know what it looks like. Me too. <laughs> like, so weird. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, he didn't show me that. He peeled them off. That's yeah. Wow. Ooh, damn, dude. I know. So, how was your post-op? How was it after after everything was done? Did it how how long did it take you to feel um, no pain down there? Like, what was uh, that like? So I. The first, so I stayed the night, the first night, um, and I, I was in some pain, but I, it was hard to like get from a lying down position, sitting up. 
So that's still, to this day, that's still hard. Like, because you're using all your stomach muscles. Um, but like the first... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like, I still have to like, I can't just pop up. Like I have to take my time getting up when I stand up, when I lie down. Um, but it's getting better. Uh, so the first three days was pretty good. Like I didn't have, I was on the pain medication. Um, and I was fine. And then day four, I thought I was dying. It just, it hurt like freaking hell. Like the whole day I had a lot of pain. And then I, like I told you, I kept getting fevers. Um, and then they'd go away. But then the next day I would get a fever and I would like have like these sweats, like hot night. What are they called when you chills? Chills. But then night sweats and I'd be dripping. I'd wake up and my whole shirt would be soaking wet. And I was like, oh, my God, am I going through menopause? Like, what the fuck's happening? Um, I wonder if that was your body, like, reacting to that stuff. That's what I'm thinking because I haven't – I haven't – that hasn't happened in the past, like, four days. Um, And I haven't gotten fevers anymore, so that's good. Um, but it was just like every day doing a little bit, you get up, you walk around cause you don't want to get, um, like blood clots and stuff like that. So you, you know, I would walk around the house and, um, do little, t- little things, you know, um, Jose did all the like heavy cleaning stuff like that, but I would like sit there and fold the laundry, you know, um, I would do a couple of little dishes. Um, I would make my little soup, but you know, thing, so you can do stuff like that. Um, but you don't want to overdo it. Like you don't want to be standing up on your feet too much because then you do get really sore the next day. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely getting better. Um, my outside scars are healed pretty much. Uh, but it's like all the insides scars are still not healed and that takes longer um so it's just yeah they said between six and eight weeks for everything to be fully healed (laughs) um and then it's it's safer at that point it's safe to like start exercising start doing you know lifting stuff up um more getting back to like your normal life are you wearing that binder that you were telling me um i the first two weeks i was wearing it like religiously because it really helped it really helped like keep it felt like keeping stuff in like that's what it felt like you know uh yeah because like when you cough or sneeze or something yeah like you what you have to hold yourself um yeah also use a you still use a pillow maybe to hold when you're when you have to cough or sneeze. Yeah. Hold a pillow against a your pillow stomach. or whatever I have near me just to even in my hands just kind of holding my gut in. Um and then like going over, like so sometimes we would go for like a drive. Because I was getting stir crazy. Um but like going over any sort of bump, it was like, oh wait, hold on, let me let me oh. hold myself in. Um, 
So yeah, so then I was like, well, I'll wait a little bit longer to do the drives. But it's fine. Like that stuff's much better now. Um, okay, good. Yeah. So every day, like it's just a little bit better every day. When you get out of bed, I was gonna say maybe uh, on your side, get on your side and kind of roll, like you know, like you're lay on your back, go on your side, throw your legs off, and then push yourself up from the side. That helps. I don't know if that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I that's what I was having to do is like kind of just roll over, find like my um, dresser, and then kind of like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just to, to, to ease off of your um, stomach muscles a yeah bit. yeah exactly wow yeah so it's a it's it's a slow process but it's you know what it's i'm happy i did it i don't have any regrets now yet i don't hopefully i don't have any um but so far so good um i'm really happy with the decision um and i just you know in time, uh, you know, we'll be back to feeling back to hundred percent normal. Like I feel like right now I'm maybe like 70, 75%, you know, as far as how I'm Still, feeling. It's better, it's better than nothing. And I'm yeah, glad yeah. that you're coming along and happy to see you doing better fevers are gone did they ever tell you anything about that did they check on that yeah well they took blood work and he gave me so i'm still on antibiotics um so he's it could have been like a uti i thought maybe i had a uti um who knows but he just i am on two different antibiotics right now so those will be done in the next few days and then but I'm already feeling better. And like, uh, like I said, no more, no more fevers. Um, no more sweats. No more sweats. So that's good. good. That scared the shit out. You're going out tonight. I am. I'm going to my first night out. I'm going to dinner. I'm so happy for you. Me too. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of hungry too. I've been so lazy these last, like, honestly, these, like this last like month. I've been, I've been, uh, the weather's been kind of up and down and changing mm -hmm. and I've been, I've been like cold and my body's been reacting to the weather. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a, I wasn't really up too much to doing much either. Even if you hadn't had needed time to, you know, right. Your body was having, having its own, uh, issue having its own party having it <laughs> yeah that that you're like uh we didn't plan for this party guys <laughs> what's going on but you know i think uh just we needed that that time off to rest at both of us i mean obviously you need to recover still um from surgery and it's major surgery major, yeah major apparently yeah well and then with this weather too like it's hot like today was hot over right. here it was hot i'm sure it was hot over there too yeah. um and then at night it's freaking cold so i'm sure your your body is like what the heck and then with the right, time right. change yeah yeah the but time, time change messes me up did it it messed me up too well i just feel i feel like 
once it's five o'clock and it's dark, I'm like, okay, it's time to get ready for bed. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. I walked home. I got home. I made the kids dinner real quick. I grabbed my little heating blanket. I climbed in the bed and I fell asleep. I didn't wake up till the next morning. Oh, shit. But your body needed that. Sometimes that's what it's telling telling us, right? When I listen. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to tell but me feel, to get comfy in bed. But I feel horrible because, like, I let a lot of things, like, just kind of go to the side, you know. That's kind of why I, I started late today because I feel like I needed to clean up. Yeah. Kind of reset your week. Um. I, you know, some, I let things go sometimes for a couple of days, few days. And then I'm like, okay, I need to, because then it, you know, causes whatever it is, if it's a mess or laundry or the dishes or whatever it is, you know, it gets to you after a while. So it's good to kind of reset, get it all done. Sometimes you got to be angry to do it, you know? Oh, I was a little agitated, but. At myself and, you know, just because. But, you know, it is what it is. And I think I told you, too. I, and this is a, um, advice I've listened to since, gosh, I listened to it a long time ago when I first had uh, my son. I had uh, someone tell me, just do things 15 minutes at a time. And, and that was, like, something that stuck with me. And I told you that, too. I said, you know, don't worry about all that right now. You know, do what you can for 15 minutes and then let it go because it's all going to pile up again anyways. And you, if you are not good, then you're good for nobody, right? Yep. So I'm glad you had your your husband around, your daughter around, I'm sure, and your mom and stuff to help you out with things. And Yeah. And that 15-minute um, tip was actually really useful to me. Because I was starting to get overwhelmed, like, oh, I see this needs to be done. This needs to be done. And then when you kind of, when you told me that, I was like, I set my timer for 15 minutes and I did what I could in 15 minutes. And then I, I said, I, okay, I took a break, you know, and then later on in the day, dude, you know, it's not going anywhere. So you can tackle it again later on. Um, So thank you for that advice. That was really useful. So. I'm glad you liked it. Appreciate Help me out. Yes, thanks to whoever <laughs> told me that too. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't remember. But I'm glad you. I'm glad to see you feeling better. I'm glad you're going out tonight, and I'm Thank gonna. You. I'm gonna let you go so you can go get ready. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I do need to draw on some eyebrows or do something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, you know. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy you're going out. Yeah, me we'll too. Carmi and barbecue. Thank you, girl. I'm so happy I got to see you in per- well, not in person, but you know, see each other's like face. This. Yeah. Um, and hope you have a good week. And I hope, uh, you know, everything's good. Yeah. Same with you. You let me know um, what's up. Okay. All right. I Take love care. You. Love you. Bye. And we want to say we love you, too. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Sorry it took us a minute to get back, but as you can tell, we needed uh, a little break. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, See you next time. Bye.